Good morning. It's August 19th, 2022, and I'm Robert Edward Booth, the said Antichrist. I know that because I did my homework, like the Freemasons' little motto where they talk about do the work. You got to do the work. Spiritual or physical world work. You're not going to gain results without doing the work. So I did the homework as far as what the rabbinical law was. If if somebody else had laid hand to the written law that the Jewish order, the one that they claim that the Catholic organized church, which crazy part is the denominational churches in, in America will tell you we're not under the Catholic Church. Trust me, you're, you're promoting their material. Oh, this is God's Word. You know, that is such hogwash, the term hogwash. Garbage, my grandfather might call it. You're telling me what paradigm you serve. A paradigm, you can look it up in a dictionary like the use of some word in a sentence that is acceptable. It's acceptable. So society has accepted calling this book God's Word. That doesn't make it God's Word. That just makes society's order leaning into a, a pretend fact and making it acceptable. You know, a pretend fact is that we have God's Word. You do not. You do not. The rabbinicals of the actual Jewish order, as best as people can find, had a law within their rabbinical order that if somebody puts their hand on these letters of this law, no man, listen to me now, no man is responsible before that God out of the pantheon of God's for those words not in front of that God you're not responsible to say hey we know these words you do not know to the letter what the rabbinicals of the Jewish order had written down you do not whoever shows you that idea is like these vipers that write in letters of red In what book you refer to commonly as God's Word, there's the letters in red reflecting what Jesus supposedly actually said. You don't know that. He says, in principle now, in principle, he says, do not say that you know if you do not know. You are the ones who walk in sin. And he called them vipers, ye vipers. Compared them to snakes. Well, you're injecting, you're injecting false information into somebody's spirituality. You're injecting it like like the teeth, the fangs of a a venomous snake. You're injecting so-called knowledge under the pretense that it's knowledge into their spirituality. You just injected, potentially lethal even, toxin 
into somebody's spirituality. You told them from some position, parent, preacher, trustworthy Christian. You told them you knew what you did not know. Compared to a viper in letters and read by Jesus, I don't know he said that. It came from Roman literature. Roman literature that was governed, censored, and given to the world by Romans who killed people. Burnings and burnings of heretics. People who brought contending material to the table that brought dispute or contention for the organization of a organized church movement by the Romans for the service to God. You don't know how much material was burnt in the Greco-Roman book burning. You do not know. So I did the research it took to lay down enough evidence for a soul who was willing to actually look at documents that come from that time frame that have, have that have been researched and, and denoted as things that Jesus said. Scholars have those. There's a whole library, the Nag Mahami Library, where Gnostic teachings were, a lot of the Gnostic books. And Jesus had Gnostic teachings, things that true knowledge that he would teach, Gnosticism, true knowledge. As best as a person can get, I mean, they have it documented that Jesus actually said there is no truth. The truth is there is no truth, only that I am the truth. And he goes on to say, and you would be better off in your grave with nothing than to not serve me with every single thing you have. Now, Jesus compared himself to the light. I go to a mystic school, and in that we talk about the master within. The master within, where you learn to tune in and balance and attune yourself to the divine spirit that you are dwelling within and that dwells within you, that light that will bring you direction, guidance, and information sometimes just bleeds into what they call receptors into your body through receptors, energy exchange, channels, chakras, uh, receptors. And you receive and your body just kind of takes it all in and, and it's produced somewhere in your life. Like the shaman principle where first the condition of the spirit, then the condition of the flesh. Your connection, your soul's connected to the divine spirit. And if you listen to your soul, People, places, things, and circumstances will reflect back to you in your relationship with that divine light the information so that you might put it together as needed. I mean, you felt it. You felt like it was so. But then the divine in a relationship with you produced things in the physical world that offered you surety. This is what the divine showing me for this situation. So the divine light within me, the master within, can help guide me. 
if I learn to listen to the light within me. Again, I am in him and he is in me. And I am in you and you are in me. And we were we are within him. Now notice it's him. Notice that it's within him. The divine spirit was referred to in those scholarly findings that aren't in the Bible but are equally, and I was making that point, are as equally as viable of information. Scholars did the best they could to decide if it was the real Jesus out of the numerous names of Jesus that they found. Was this where the real Jesus was at and things like that was considered? So they documented this. We believe Jesus said that. They don't know it. They believe that. They believe it was the authentic Messiah who said that. That's proper relating of the thought to somebody. I believe that came from Jesus. That's my faith. It's not wrong. Faith really defined has to do with what you believe that you cannot prove necessarily, but you believe it. It's your faith. You can have that. If you believe the Bible is 100% true, you can say that's my faith that that Bible is 100% true. Now, there's people that will be the real go-getter and they'll say, I know it. I know it's all 100% true. If that person would take an hour of their time or so and look up all their information they can find about the origins of the Bible, they literally could not say that, but they do. They do. Jesus walks around calling them hypocrites and things. If you're going to hand me a book that you know is God's Word, don't read where it says you know it and shouldn't say it if you don't know it and all that. And you're like a viper. Don't don't turn around and tell me you know and then have me go do the research and find out about book burnings and people burnings and that Romans had and the rabbinical law doesn't even have me l- responsible. The, the order that was responsible for making sure that the words from God got to people, they wrote it down. It says if, if anybody messes with this, nobody's responsible for it. Not before that God. Now, I feel it's relatively safe to assume that there's a way that in all these Akashic Akashic records and things that these gurus teach about, you know, the, the yogis and people from the India and all that, they teach about that and they talk about Jesus was a master yogi. I couldn't prove that, but it wouldn't be unlikely as far as believable that he adventured the yogis of that Indian nation that if you want to suggest that I mean it's possible I'll give you in a literal conversation that that's possible but these Akashic records and stuff reveal if you go into a meditative state things that light within you try to explore the Akashic side that's the feminine side of the divine according to These yogis, I listen to one of them about prana and akasha. Uh, The prana was the masculine side, the akasha, the feminine side. So Jesus, in these scholarly findings, talks about the spirit is my mother. The spirit is my mother. Well, we just finished talking about how we are in him 
Well, we're not walking around inside of a, a, a person of any, you know, being type something that we could bump its elbow. What are you going to do? Stick your finger into its elbow, walk around in it. You're in the divine spirit and the divine spirit is in you. That's fairly obvious. If you can pick it apart and come up with other than a medium mystic. Now there's a medium mystic level that Jehovah Adonai, the God of the Christian church, through the Romans, I don't, I can't promise you how much of that's going to pan out as far as Jesus is God and all that out of the pantheon of gods that the Israelites knew about. So from there, the, the, the current God of the Christian church out of that pantheon, if you want to talk about walking around that we're within him, yes, there is a level of that conversation that the occult science, you know, knowledge that other people, average people don't have. Yes, a mediumistic level like where the Bible talks about don't exert yourself mediumistically on somebody. Well, yeah, there's a way to exert yourself mediumistically, your energy, like an energy healing, first the condition of the spirit, then the condition of the flesh. So if you exert yourself mediumistically, you'll affect the spirit of somebody and their their physical world usually going to be affected in some way by that energy that you're manipulating by exerting yourself mediumistically. So technically there's a level that we are within him and he is within us. You see it? Jehovah has not. The male demiurge, if you will, I mean, again, in writings beyond what the Catholic Church, of course, the Christians here in America, we don't under the Catholic Church. Trust me. If you're promoting their material as God's word, you, you're in service to Rome on that level. You're telling the world, we know this is God's word, etc. You're serving whatever is sent forth by Romans in that material, whatever it can possibly be. There's lots of directions you can go as far as religion created out of primitive magic, like the exertion of the spirit. On somebody, you are inter, you are in, interjecting into their system your knowledge for true knowledge, which is a no-no according to the letters in red. Don't inject like a serpent into somebody knowledge that you've said you know, but you do not know. You're the ones that walk in sin. So you've got this book that you don't even really know. Hand it to people that you do know. It's God's word. It's not. It's a paradigm. It's socially acceptable. Coming from people that burnt tribes of people up with flames and and all the things that it took to force their way through the world with God's word. Burnt people alive. Kings took down kingdoms that wouldn't serve under them. Roman warrior tribe. Like Odin's uh, Vikings, the, the warrior tribe. They came through with God's love for you. I don't believe that. It's not my faith that the Romans came through with God's love for you. I mean, generally, I do believe this as far as principle. The greater good is accomplished. The greater good is accomplished. It took some of that to get the greater good. Now, there's a level there that's operating because of the simplicity of human beings. There's a level of operation there because of the simplicity to human beings. I mean, 
like the principle in the Bible you have that states that the law is for the Jew, that the Gentile, the Gentile will not keep the law. The law is intended for the Jew. And, and really the Gentiles, they won't go under the law. There's Gentiles, everything outside of the Jews basically is best I've got on, on who the Gentiles was. Everybody out, outside the Jews were Gentiles. And there's a variety of people that swing those definitions. So we'll go with that for now. That all these outside genders, uh, not genders, but uh, nationalities or what have you, they, they're all considered Gentilian. The Jew keeps the law, the law of God and such, through this rabbinical order. So like that principle, you're not, you're not really going to expect Listen to me. You're not going to expect the Gentile to keep the law. They're going to be under grace and they're not going to go under law. And that's just one of the facts that they state in what Bible you have. So looking at that principle and then compare humanity, humanity, um, after the fact that now the Romans are distributing God and, and said God's word which started out completely under the rabbinical order and the rule that you're not responsible when somebody touches it. So they've got all that and now they're forcing it to the world and people are accepting it. So like the principle that the, the law is for the Jew, what is simplicity of humans going to do now that it's been in the hands of, of Romans? What are humans going to do about law and stuff? Well, not knowing what it is, most of them, if they are thorough, are going to decide, I'm not really under those laws. If it doesn't seem right to them, they're not going to keep them. They'll accept what you put in front of all that, that they can be saved through Jesus. That the, the divine spirit ain't going to destroy them in any way, even after they pass, because of what they've done wrong. They're now forgiven. Well, that ought to catch like wildfire to humanity. Well, I mean, you even have records that show the Jews rebelled on God. That whatever at that time that they did have written down and were responsible for under the God they served, that God out of the pantheon, they, they had many gods that were created by the divine spirit that they could turn to. But under that God, they were rebellious and got cursed. So... There's details in that kind of service to a God. I mean, I, I, I do natural healing, so I do shaman witch healing where I, I try to use the spirits that will help and things. And, you know, first that non-physical change of your spirit and you bring the health to it, you know, and get it started. So I do stuff of that nature. So I looked into it, and these Wiccans have, you know, deities that they recruit service from in, in a way that's safe by making a circle and stuff like that so somehow in those rules like the Wiccans or witches or what have you use many times the Israelites were rebuked from witchcraft by their rulers or what have you at least according to the documents so whatever rules to that kind of a service to a god out of that pantheon these Jews received curse, received curse after breaking the rules and rebelling on the God that they served. 
well, you know, nowadays the ministries stand up and say, well, there's only one God. That's the God of Israel. You know, I mean, and then look at the shuffle they got you under. We worship the divine spirit and we worship God all and they're one and the same. They're one and the same. So they're claiming that Jehovah Adonai, the, the Christian God, are one and the same with the spirit. So in other words, you're trying to say that the spirit that created all those gods is confined to being housed and at oneness with Jehovah Adonai only and that he's the only God. That's where I'm a Gnostic minister. And I haven't really studied all the Gnostic writings because technically I don't know that they're authentic. I mean, technically I don't know, but I can tell you what to compare notes and what appears as viable of information as as Romans handing you uh, a paradigm, something acceptable by society, calling it God's word. I mean the documents they're finding, the Gnostic writings and stuff, a lot of those, every bit of as certain as what you're looking at through the Romans that control your Bibles and the insights. So, this Jehovah Adonai at best, at best, according to what you found that Jesus probably said, I mean, I'll have explained it, they, they believe that. So, He says, an evil demiurge created all of the profound world. They found, scholars found that I got an A in my college religion class. They found that he said an evil demiurge created all the profound world. And and, and Gnostics have Sophia creating that evil demiurge, Sophia, one of the divine beings behind the Paroma, or behind the veil, the Wiccans call the veil. You know, in the realm of spirit, you know, the veil is down. You can now see if you have the psychic attunement to do it, you you will start seeing things behind the veil. More of the real stuff that's going on with the condition of their spirits. Before what the flesh is actually presenting to you, an illusion. Whatever level it's going to through that period of time, you know, they'll say the veil's down right now. And and they know that these astrological witches and stuff, they Right now, the veil's down. You're going to notice spiritual realities going on. You're just going to just tip you off, you know. There's going to be enough there during this period. Well, the veil. So behind the veil, there's 30 divine beings. And, and, and this Sophia created her child without her male counterpart. Each one of those 30 divine beings had a male counterpart, according to what I've looked at. She decided she was going to make her child without her male counterpart, and she created him somehow. And this same child that she created became this evil demiurge and created all the profound world that you and me know about. Oh, that that should, by all rights, include wormholes in space, any other universes even. I mean, maybe because they did have observatories that they they observe the stars and things so the profound world would include knowing about stars in the heavens so if Jesus did include that this demiurge this evil demiurge created all the profound world everything we know about so he this demiurge tells the other divine beings 
in a conversation. He says, I am the only true God. Just like I was talking about that led me into this, this part of the ministry I'm ministering, I'm doing it. The, the preachers that handle this so-called God's word tell you that he's the only God. That the spirit that we serve through Christianity, that is God and he is God. So they're serving the evil demiurge that in this conversation tells these divine beings that he's the only one true God. Now, here's the completely life-changing, faith-changing statement. In these documents that Rome had a lot to do with the, the slaying of Gnostics while they did the book burning and the and the heretics being burned. So this one of those divine beings, and I think it was Pistus, the top of all those 30 divine beings, he, he says to Jehovah Adonai, which had a different name, I think it was Yazobah, Yazobah, or something like that. A hundred different names. I don't know how many they finally got the numbers of names that, that he would respond to. But So this Pistus, if I'm not mistaken, Pistus stands up and says, you know, figuratively stands up. He says to he says to this demiurge, he says, you know, you listen to me. He says, you are a fool. Told told God, if you believe this Christian preaching that, that the divine spirit is God, is is Jehovah Adonai, is the Christian God, and that there are no other gods. You are serving the evil demiurge because you're agreeing with what Pistis called a fool. Pistis called him a fool. You are not God. He tells him, he said, listen to this. He says, and someday to the fool, and someday to the fool, the evil demiurge that your Christian church nowadays will tell you, the only God. No, the, the Holy Spirit is him. In other words, the spirit that created the pantheon of gods, that created the 30 divine beings, that created Sophia, that, that Sophia utilized this divine spirit and created the evil demiurge, who created all the profound world, still doesn't make God because Jesus says, according to what I can find, there's only one God. Now, back to what I was talking about when you get to the father-mother God where we are in him and he is in us. Notice that Jesus had said, if it's correct, of course, my mother is the spirit. But listen, the Gnostics, which you can find Jesus teaching Gnosticism in some of those Nag Mahami writings, he's a bit, the monad, the monad, M-O-N-A-D, the monad is in a fatherly position. In the Gnostic Bible, they refer to a fatherly position. So there's a little conflict, but the Akashic side, the feminine side, and the prana side of the divine spirit, there has to be prana before, you know, the divine energy that's feminine, just uncontrollable, just bountiful energy needs guidance of some type. So some prana has to be added so that it'll go the right direction, you know. So that's what the guru stuff I watched about the yogis teaching it. 
Father, mother, God, the witches and stuff, Isis, Osis, father, mother, God, they will say. So the Gnostics had the monad, all authority and a fatherly position over any of those pantheons, God. There's only one true God, and it ain't unless you want to play shuffle, you know, like that shell game they play in the islands where they hide something under one shell, and you guess what it's under. If you want to play shell games with somebody, but there's only one God, and that's the monad, the fatherly position that the Gnostics taught about. The divine spirit is the monad in a fatherly position. So Jesus' mother, the divine spirit, the Akashic side of the divine spirit, his mother is the father. Ultimately, because that divine spirit has prana and some masculine within, like the Asiatics talk about look within, there's masculine and feminine in the divine spirit, great and terrible. Moses said you are great and terrible. A lot of times people say the male dog will eat the babies. They're the evil. They're the evil side of it. You know, I mean... That's disputable whether the male or the female is the evil side. I think it goes back and forth sometimes. I think sometimes the woman's evil, sometimes the man's evil. That's interchangeable. Masculine or feminine. But that's my thought about it. I mean, I don't find that the, the male's evil always or vice versa. But in the end of it, I did my homework. And we're not responsible before that God out of the pantheon for those words but yet you're hooked into it that you can have salvation if you believe in Jesus no matter if you mess up with all those laws and legalities technically you wouldn't really have to read the Bible once you accepted Jesus that's been ministered plenty of times they come around on bicycles and things telling you that sit down at your coffee table with you and your kids explain once you accept Jesus Listen, now, once you accept Jesus, no amount of sin can put you in hell. You're forgiven. Okay, back to what I was talking about, humanity's simplicity. And the rebellion of the Jews, you remember back at the beginning, where the, the Jews rebelled on that God and these writings that they did have intact, that nobody's hands had been on. When they rebelled on that God, historically, they were cursed. So whatever Wiccan-type rules to have out of the pantheon, a God that you serve... They have the evil demiurge tied to their magic, serving him, calling him God. Where Pistis told him, he said, you're not, and you're a fool. And listen to what happened. Listen to the end of that conversation. Pistis says, and you can look up anything I tell you. Please do. Pistis says, someday an enlightened man will come and take you down. I am that enlightened man. They call me the Antichrist. Book magic. Ancient war magic. Where they have Odin accepting sacrifices, human sacrifices in Nordic beliefs. Um where they made sacrifice to the fertility gods. Whatever they would decide would be worthy, they might kill their first best goat. But whatever sacrifice to the fertility gods they would make in order to have a good harvest this year of their crops. Food to trade, food to eat, things they eat. 
their crops will be blessed. So ancients made sacrifices to deities. Deities that are in that pantheon of gods. So the Romans have it set up to where human weakness, human simplicity, like the Jews that did know the law rebelled on them, will, will love it if you will give them a way that they can accept one easy way out. It's completely human. Give a human the easy way out like they're doing, you'll take it. You can whirl that through society and have people walking around under some illusion that they're serving God. Whatever level they can pretend it or anything else that's going on. And whatever they do, run right back and touch base, like touching base on some game you play. Okay, I believe in Jesus. Ha, I'm in service just like you are. Every one of them at liberty not even to really read those words that they're claiming as God's word. You don't even really have to under the, I'm saved because I believe in Jesus. No amount of sin can put me in hell. If nothing else, if nothing else, you got one more person that will testify that they believe they are now saved from any wrath from the divine spirit because Jesus was crucified. So they at least get testimony, some trigger that might influence another person to join and add numbers to this group. Strength, power, government influence, social influence, all being handed to a large group, a political group, moving the politics that the Romans can get out of whatever manipulation of souls using this interjecting of information into them and they walk around knowing it because it came from God's word to start with that's a paradigm under the real rabbinicals you didn't have any responsibility before that God in the pantheon of gods so sure human simplicity I'll take you up on salvation if nothing else it's like a big snowball they got it started rolling it and notice the snowball's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because people will bite at that. It's just human nature. Like the Jews rebelled on that guy. They don't want a bunch of rules. Hand me a book that not only offers me forgiveness for whatever I did in it, but you don't even really have that. Rabbinical law has been not responsible to hand me that and I'll go through society. Yes, I'm a believer in Jesus. And whatever I'm doing, I can put, you know, judgment over sacrifices in your Bible. I'm executing sound judgment over sacrifice. And unless you want to argue with that person, okay, you're a Christian too. We're all part of a big snowball. That's Roman. That's like ancient Roman war magic. These elements, they talk about elemental magic. Use of the fire element, use of the water element. Well, we need the flow going that direction. We need this much earth and element. We need this much air element. And they've got those working elemental magic through this magic system. There's even a word attached, magistrium. A magistrium coming out of the Romans is what they call the Holy Church, the magistrium. 
they're stirring the magic. They got the deities that the, the Vatican's sitting where they made sacrifices to all kinds of foreign gods to the Jew. All the while you're serving this evil demiurge that Jesus loved God. How do you know he's not talking about the monad? The monad, the divine spirit, the, the motherly energy that, that has a fatherly position. The divine spirit is my mother, but don't forget, the monad is in a fatherly position, even over God. Uh, how can God be over God? Well, to start with, you cannot put the divine spirit in one of those uh, in one of those uh, divine beings and say that he's God and there ain't no other God. There's only one God, the divine spirit, to start with, and that's the monad, father to the Gnostics, father. So you can say, Father, forgive me, and completely be talking about, you know, like where Jesus says, why have you forsaken me, Father? Well, that shows you in that element that Jesus loved God and Father had let him down, and Jehovah is the Father. That's a shuffle like the shell trick that you play with the Jamaican Islands or somebody playing shell trick. If you can find the shell, you know, thing under the shell, you get some money, $20 or whatever it is. Or you lose the 20 if you don't guess it right. So your guessing game with archetype magic, I mean, how can I bring the inner witch out of this priester out? Well, I can put female in front of him. I can put children in front of him and bills, and then I can have those bills chase him, and, and if he'll run right to the inner witch in him and start whipping things out for his audience, he can witch up a satisfying sermon to humans that will quickly take free salvation and not even really have to know them words because nothing they can do can put them in hell now that they believe in Jesus. So I mean to restore a healthy spirituality. I mean to have one and that's why I ever found Jesus Christ to start with. And I found out all that about Romans having it and on these orthodox preachers. Look, Thomas Jefferson studied the occult science like I studied at mystic, mystic school. You know, the occult things that the common person don't know. And, and, and with witches and wizards and all in this Freemasonry, they allow whatever, they allow you whatever belief system as long as you'll serve that organized order that wants the best for the community. So easy for Thomas Jefferson to sit down in his Freemasonry with somebody who knew about wizardry, sorcery things that are practices where they learn about making these sacrifices to these you know deities for this fertility or for this war or what have you they pay this price to the divine that's in those gods so jehovah can't be the only one true god the only one true god then has to be the divine the monad him and her akashic and prana great and terrible so this morning's message, I want you to listen to Robert Edward Booth, your so-called antichrist. I was Jesus in another lifetime. Well, you can't just heal me like they say. That's because they're lying to you. I found writings that says, Jesus said, often these ones that I have healed will become sick again. I looked for a minute, a number of days, and I believe I recall finding a rounded three days. Somebody will become sick again. And I've noticed that if I use like Reiki energy healing or even my Merovingian bloodline has a gift of laying on hands, if I do that, pain will subside for about three days average. However, they do have reports within these same 
Ray K energy healers and, and laying on of hands, they have records of greater than that happening. Because Jesus said, according to what I found was, often they become sick again. Sometimes they get cured completely of things as grand scale as cancer or not being able to walk or something. So they got writings about that, but they don't tell you. They don't tell you what to expect out of Robert Edward Booth, who was Jesus' past lifetime. Immediately, as soon as you get up to the breaking point, which is when you're preconceived and fed by vipers telling you it's the truth that it ain't, the truth that they do not know or they can know easily that it ain't what they're, what they're selling to you. That's a cover-up. Serving Rome, which they don't do in American churches, which is garbage, because they're they're promoting the material, saying it's God's word, serving a paradigm, feeding you spiritual poison. So when I come in front of you, Robert Air Booth, you say, you were never Jesus. You know why? Because you believe completely preconceived what your mind can concoct using the elements fed to you through the true words of God. Sold to you right out of priest craft. That's what Thomas Jefferson, one of the greatest leaders in America, priest craft. He coined the term priest craft. Carl Jung, noted psychologist, uh, philosopher, he, he says, in your psyche, in your psychic self, there's every archetype in those tarot cards that the Egyptians supposedly made. The tarot card system. Yeah. So the queen's in there, the page is in there, and you could be the devil. It could be in your archetype. Every one of those is in your psyche. They talk about Hashatan. If a person is angry long enough, they will become Hashatan. The devil in them will just hate everybody and things. You fed it too long. You feed the wrong dog too long. The Indians will sit around and play flute, the natives. They will go back to their feminine side and in tune with the femininity that's in the divine spirit. And they will get out of the killing and everything that they're doing if they have to be in that gear in life, warrior and the stuff. They'll go back and serve the Akashic side because they don't need to bring the devil of them completely to the surface without any balance. It will be unhealthy. You'll have this angry, fed the wrong dog too long, Hashatan, the devil in him hates everybody now. He's not balanced it by like the flute player. He didn't balance his energy. He fed that Hashatan. He became the likeness of a devil because his archetype was activated. Activated, nurtured, and not toned down. So now he's Hashatan. He's like a devil. He's activated that part of his psychological system and it ain't going out. They want you to put me in that kind of position. So they're using this Bible, this magic book, ancient war magic, to bring these elements into function in society. And then you say, Robert Edward Booth, you could not have ever been Jesus because you don't do what we know is the truth. Wow, didn't you read the letters in red? Didn't you even presuppose that you knew that principle was a good principle? Why would I tell you what I do not know spiritually? I love you. Why am I telling you this lie? Well, there's rewards just like the 
bringing of the archetype out of the preacher that you need function in the priestcraft. I need his inner witch, his magician in those cards to come out and do a magic show for me. Oh, yes, we need to know this. He, if he's psychically attuned, his connection to the great and terrible in his soul will guide him to what to put to his audience. And he'll walk out with a bunch of money and they'll walk out spiritually poisoned. And the Romans will be served. And then I'll face you and say, well, I used to be Jesus. I was, I'm Robert Edward Booth this lifetime. I did all my homework. I found I got 25 kings, a Messiah bloodline, all that. But when you hear me, you're going to be like, well, then where's the money blessing? Where is the healing? Well, just like I was talking about, some of that only lasts about three days. What's the use in us really doing it? What am I going to do? Spend my life going around fixing your arthritis? Go to the next person, hold his hand for a little bit. Go to the next person, hold his hand for a little bit. And then three days, go back around and hold all their hands a little bit. Right? Nonsense. I mean, if you was Jesus this, how do you know? You don't even really know that, but yet you're willing to disregard me. And you know how many people just go there? Well, voodoo. That's what Romans and Greeks used was voodoo. Spirits in the realm, these divine spirits that bring forth healthy crops and war victory, they can do likeness of mediumistic exertion and affect your non-physical spirit and bring something out reflecting those changes in your physical world. You know what it is? No way! <laughs> You're not! <laughs> you know, if you was Jesus, you'd, you'd grant me all my wishes like a leprechaun. Just grant me all my wishes and hand me power. <laughs> You're Jesus. That's what they the inner witch that they got a woman, children, whatever prestige in front of or, or behind, you know. He, he's got all that he can gain in front of him, but behind him are bills. Crazy bills. So what's he got to do? He's got to pull off getting the money. Well, here comes inner witch right up to the podium. Priestcraft. Now we know. Hallelujah. Do I get a hallelujah? He used different elements. Elemental magic. It balanced out so good that his goal was obtained and everybody left money. Now he can pay his college for his daughter or whatever he's doing. How do I get that out of you? That kind of a tri trick, like corralling. I'm going to corral it out of you. I I'm going to, like in a war chase, you've got a couple outlets going. And, and Well, if I can govern that in any way, shape, or form, I can know exactly where you're going with that. They use that type elements. You can't go there. You will go there, and this is the outcome of it. So that's what's going on. I'm Robert Edward Booth. You're so-called Antichrist, and I'm not. I love Jesus. He's my king. But I won't let you dictate what he said. Peace. Peace profound. I'm Robert Edward Booth. 666. 3oaks1.com. Hold your finger up. 3oaks spelled out. Numeral 1.com. See you there. I can send you healing, too. You should pay me, but I'll work with you. Peace.